This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. All right, it goes on to say here, folks, quote, I fully approve of the arson, end quote, he wrote Salinger. Quote, and I congratulate the people who carried it out, end quote. Kaczynski went on to commend an editorial in the Earth First Journal by Kintz, who wrote, quote, The Earth Liberation Front's eco-sabotage of Vail constituted a political act of conscience, perfectly in keeping with the sincere expression of the biocentric paradigm many earth firsters espouse end quote it is unlikely that kaczynski will someday be a free man again but it is not impossible although he pleaded guilty in january of 1998 to the unabomber crimes that outcome is currently under appeal he claims that his attorneys deceived him and acted against his wishes by preparing a, quote, mental defect, end quote, defense for him, and that by allowing this to happen, the court violated his Sixth Amendment right to direct his own defense. The Ninth Circuit Court has agreed to hear this appeal, and a new trial is a possibility. Some, including me, believe that if Kaczynski does win a new trial, he will argue that his killings were necessary in order to save the world from a great evil, namely technology. Most legal experts believe that this would be an unpersuasive and even suicidal defense strategy, leading directly to a guilty verdict and a sentence of death. But apparently Kaczynski would rather die a martyr for his ideas than live out his life in prison. At any rate, his essential point is correct. The Unabomber is not only a killer, but a sane one. He is a terrorist like Timothy McVeigh, the Oklahoma City bomber, and Ramzi Ahmad Youssef, the World Trade Center bomber. And like them, he is evil. But what kind of evil? This is the author talking here. 
He says the real story of Ted Kaczynski is one of the nature of modern evil. Evil that results from the corrosive powers of intellect itself and its arrogant tendency to put ideas above common humanity. It stems from our capacity to conceive theories or philosophies that promote violence or murder in order to avert supposed injustices or catastrophes, to acquiesce in historical necessity, or to find the final solution to the world's problem. And by this process of abstraction to dehumanize our enemies, we become like Ras. Kolnikov in Crime and Punishment, who declares, quote, I did not kill a human being, but a principal, end quote. Now, what's, what's fascinating here, folks, is you're talking about, the author is talking about Kaczynski uh, killing people, right, to justify his, you know, war against the technological system. At the same time, uh, Henry Murray, the professor, is walking free when he wanted to manipulate everyone's mind to drive them into a world government to achieve what? World peace, as he says. Well, what was Kaczynski trying to do? Uh, murder people and fight a war to bring people back to nature to achieve what? World peace and harmony with nature. So you say to yourself, uh, what is the difference? I mean, I mean look, I, I am not sitting here and justifying Ted Kaczynski's murders. I don't know any of the people that he killed personally. I haven't talked to their families. But the point I'm making is that he, and I, I brought this up on a past show, he believed he was waging a war against an enemy, a technological system. Well, when the United States or any other country goes to war and orders young kids boys and girls now to kill other people it's to do what spread their ideology supposedly when in fact it's really about stealing natural resources and putting in pipelines and such but spreading ideology we must bring them democracy like george bush with uh, afghanistan and iraq right we must go there and change the hearts and minds we must spread democracy <laughs> right so we go over there and we do that to spread technology to bring them the industrial boom that they so need to make them into a developing country on their track to a first world nation, an industrialized nation, of which at that point they'll be called polluters. They're polluters when they're indigenous, and then they become polluters once they're industrialized. And then the solution is to drive them into a central bank digital currency system, as we see what's happening right now. So you have Kaczynski fighting a battle to try to bring world peace by reuniting humans with nature at the same time you have henry murray wanting to manipulate minds for the government who also murders people to bring them into harmony with a one world government structure honestly who's more evil at that point if you want to want to look at this uh, as good versus evil uh, or the lesser of two evils goes on to say guided by theories philosophies and ideologies the worst mass killers of modern history transform their victims into depersonalized abstractions, making them easier to kill. Much the way Stalin, citing communist dogma, ordered the murder of millions of peasants toward, quote, the elimination of the kulaks as a class, end quote. So Kaczynski rationalized his murders as necessary to solve, quote, the technology problem, end quote. 
The conditions that produce violence continue to flourish. Despite their historically unprecedented affluence, many middle-class Americans, particularly the educated elite, are still gripped by despair. The education system continues to promote bleak visions of the future, meanwhile alienating ideologies, offering the false promise of quick solutions through violence, uh, proliferate. Well, I mean, think about the biggest solution that we're always facing, which is violence, which is violence against humanity. It's technology. We can solve these problems quickly with more technology. We need more technology, more vaccines, more health care, more life extension, more robots, more artificial intelligence, and that will bring peace on Earth. Goes on to say, almost, uh, sorry, although most Americans strongly condemn terrorist acts committed in the name of political agendas, of which they do not approve, many turn a blind eye towards savagery done in the name of ideals they share. Uh, yeah like war indeed many are reasonably comfortable with violence short of murder as long as it's done for a cause they support it was easy for americans to unite in the condemning uh the world trade center in oklahoma city bombings because few approved of the bombers goals the destruction of the state of israel and of the united states government but some conservatives seem to be untroubled by anti-abortion bombings or by the rise of armed militias, and some liberals consistently condone or ignore the proliferation of terrorism putatively committed on behalf of animals or the environment, right? So you'll cheer on violence when the violence is on your side. That's what the author is basically saying. Goes on to say, not surprisingly then, ideologically inspired violence has become increasingly commonplace, tolerated and sometimes even praised. Just after the bombing at the 1996 Atlanta Olympics, the Wall Street Journal noted that terrorism, quote, has become a part of life, end quote. And uh, again, this is in 2000. Look at all the other violent movements that have arisen since then. All right. I mean, just look at what Antifa was doing, uh, BLM was doing. I mean, you know, not, not, I mean, even January sixth, in a sense, you know, people cheer it on if it fits their agenda. Goes on to say, according to the FBI, explosive and incendiary bombings doubled during the first four years of the 1990s, and although the number of such incidents has declined slightly since that time, certain kinds of, quote, single-issue, end quote, terrorism, including acts committed on behalf of Kaczynski's cause of choice, quote, saving wild nature, end quote, are becoming increasingly prominent. Last year, the director of the FBI, Louis Free, told Congress, quote, the most recognizable single-issue terrorists at the present time are those involved in the violent animal rights, anti-abortion, and environmental protection movements. The potential for destruction has increased as terrorists have turned toward large, improvised, explosive devices to inflict maximum damage, end quote. After concluding a 10-month investigation of this phenomenon, the Portland or, uh, Oregonian reported last fall, quote, escalating sabotage to save the environment has inflicted tens of millions of dollars in damage and placed lives at risk. Arsons bombings and sabotage in the name of saving the environment and its creatures have swept the american west over the last two decades and oregon is increasingly the center of it 
At least 100 major acts of such violence have occurred since 1980, causing $42.8 million in damages, end quote. Now, I would be very interested... Uh, I may do some poking around, but I would be interested to to figure out, was this organic? Was this real? Was it really people revolting against the industrial technological system? Or was this just a controlled opposition run by the government for the purpose of tarnishing um, the words of anyone who would speak out against the industrial technological system? Was it set up so that anyone who said to a friend of theirs, you know, this technology is destroying humanity, you would be labeled as a kook, or you would be automatically pinned as one of these, uh, you know, radical environmentalists? People would say, what are you, a follower of Uncle Ted Kaczynski? You're crazy, man. You know, was this all set up and done on purpose so that they could, the government, the state, the technocracy, would be able to control any real backlash, any organic backlash to people that actually wanted to fight back against the technological system? Uh, We could probably investigate this for weeks and go down that path. And find out if the government was funneling money to certain organizations and such for the purpose of creating this narrative that if you were fighting back against technocracy, you were one of these crazy terrorists, one of these crazy bombers. You know, the same way we know that January 6th was set up. So anyone speaking out against the government or tyranny are automatically connected in with January 6th. Or I think as the role that someone like Alex Jones kind of plays, you know, all of a sudden you're talking about uh, chimeras and they go, well, what are you, some Alex Jones tinfoil hat wearing guy? Um, and, I, and I, you know, to me, was this an organic movement or did it serve its purpose? Was Kaczynski working for these guys? Is Kaczynski just a made up character? Was Kaczynski a useful idiot? Did the government allow him to run free and do this stuff? Did Henry Murray create him in a laboratory as sort of a Manchurian candidate along with dozens of others, set him free and hoped that something like this would happen and then let him do this for 25 years because they could continue to use the image of a crazed madman terrorist who was then brought to the point where he releases this manifesto explaining the technological system and the destruction of humanity only to then tarnish him and connect him to all these murders so that people go, well, I, I, I don't want to adopt the uh, ideology of a murderer. I mean, it's all very interesting uh, food for thought here. We know the government concocts all types of psychological warfare operations. They have controlled opposition, misinformation and disinformation agents. So why would we not believe that this was just another one? And then it allowed them to continue to push forward with building the technocracy because it's only gotten worse since 1995 when Industrial Society and its Future was published in 1996 when Kaczynski was arrested. The technocracy has actually only grown. And around this time, we know that there were books like Earth Brokers, uh, the Anthony Sutton Federal Reserve 
bank book, these things that were starting to come out and expose the technocratic system, was this a way to shut it all down and put it back in a bottle? I don't know. We'll eventually uh, do some research into that as we go forward in this investigation. We're going to move away from this uh, for several shows and then maybe come back around to it again as we gather more intel in other areas of investigating the technocracy and the transhumanists. And then we'll eventually come back to it. Folks, let me take a short break. When I come back, we'll finish up this article. My name is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. All right, folks, this goes on over here at theatlantic.com. It says, the Oregonian found that, quote, during the last four years alone, the West has been rocked by 33 substantial incidents with damages reaching $28.8 million, end quote. And although, quote, these crimes started nearly two decades ago, some seem clearly inspired by Edward Abbey's 1975 novel, The Monkey Wrench Gang. They have escalated dangerously, sometimes with the use of bombs in the last six years, end quote. No one other than Kaczynski's three victims has yet been murdered by a fanatical environmentalist, but investigators consider it merely a matter of time before someone else is killed for similar reasons. Quote, I think we've come very close to that line, end quote, one federal agent told the Oregonian, quote, and we will cross that line unless we deal with this problem now end quote now there's a couple paragraphs left i'm going to finish this up and then we're going to have a discussion uh, about this here it says we may cross that line sooner than we think in a september 1998 letter to me kaczynski wrote quote i suspect that you underestimate the strength and depth of feeling against industrial civilization that has been developing in recent years I've been surprised at some of the things that people have written to me. It looks to me as if our society is moving into a pre-revolutionary situation. By that, I don't mean a situation in which revolution is inevitable, but one in which it is a realistic possibility. The majority of people are pessimistic or cynical about existing institutions. There is widespread alienation and directionlessness among young people. Perhaps all that is needed is to give these forces appropriate organization and direction, end quote. Seen from that perspective, it might seem that the rest of society is only a few steps behind Kaczynski. When Henry Murray spoke of the need to create a new, quote, world man, end quote, that was not what he had in mind. Or was it? Or was it? People like Kaczynski, if we want to take this at face value, folks, were rebelling against the industrial technological system because they were able to figure out that the industrial technological system is a slave system. It's an anti-human system. It's an anti-liberty system. 
It's an anti-freedom system. It's a pro-slavery system. It is pro-control, pro-power. All right, and so people like Kaczynski that were revolting against the system, were they good or were they evil? When you think about the folks that sit at the top of the food chain, the Rockefellers and such, sitting behind the curtain at the Bank for International Settlements, International Monetary Fund, you know, the world banking central bank system, what are those folks doing? They are wielding power to gain more control over society. And so when little guys revolt against the system, they recognize the war that has been waged against them, waged against them as individuals, waged against humanity in general. And so when they decide to fight back in both words uh, and with bullets, uh, are they evil for fighting back or are we supposed to just sit there and take it? Well, because these folks control the state, control the governments, we will always be labeled as terrorists. We will always be labeled as radical revolutionaries fighting back against this system, this system of slavery. So if you are a slave who rises up and tries to free yourself from the plantation, you will always be seen as the bad guy. Uh, The law will always be against you. This is why you must think like an outlaw, act like an outlaw, but keep your head down because the vast majority of folks have been socialized into the system. And I know it might make you think that you are crazy because you feel like you are in the vast minority. But if you are truly on the side of liberty and freedom and human autonomy, if you are on the side of nature, and humanity in general, are you the crazy one? Or are the people that just walk around like NPCs, like drones, like cyborgs, like robots within the system, are they the crazy ones that have been completely socialized, socially engineered, brainwashed, mind controlled to live within the system? Who is the crazy one? It's an interesting question, I think. I think it's fascinating. I think it's fascinating because I've had to deal with this over the last 20 years of my life. I say, wait, am I the crazy one? Am I the only one who sees this? And then I would meet other people from other walks of life that were able to see it as well. I call them Neos in the movie The Matrix. People that know something is wrong. They could feel it in their DNA. They know that something isn't right. They might not really completely understand it. They might not have the mental capacity to go do all the research and figure it all out and become the Morpheus of the Matrix, the one who unplugs others. But if you understand it, if you are doing the research, you need to become the Morpheus in the Matrix and unplug others. All right, now I want to just go back for a moment here. This was the paragraph we opened up this segment with. It was the uh, talking about the uh, crimes. It started nearly two decades ago. Some seem clearly inspired by Edward Abbey's 1975 model uh, novel, The Monkey Wrench Gang. They have escalated dangerously sometimes with the use of bombs in the last six years. It said, quote, no one other than Kaczynski's three victims has yet been murdered by a fanatical environmentalist, but investigators consider it merely a matter of time before someone else is killed for similar reasons, end quote. My question 
uh, to you is, do you see Ted Kaczynski, if we take the story at face value, if the story that has been put out there over the years is true, um, how he grew up, what he experienced at college, what he did in his professional life, how he escaped the nature, do you see Kaczynski as a fanatical environmentalist terrorist, or do you see Kaczynski as someone who believed he was an abolitionist? Was he trying to truly free humans from the technological slave system and change their ideology back to understanding that they could live in harmony with nature free of the industrialized slave state? I mean, how do you see him? I'm just asking you to think about this. Before we get into uh, more of the MK Ultra stuff that was tied into um, this Harvard experiment run by Henry Murray, the second part is uh, the author is pointing out these three victims that were killed by Kaczynski. Again, I'm not excusing that stuff, but um, but the author is is talking about these three victims. What about the victims of the industrial technological system? Okay, what about the victims that are poisoned every day by our state, by the technocracy, poisoning the air, poisoning the soil, poisoning the water, poisoning the food, genetically modifying food and animals and now humans? What about all the people that are maimed and killed by vaccines, not just the COVID jab, but by other vaccines that have dangerous chemicals that are not tested, that may in fact be designed for the purpose of killing people or making people sick. What about all those? What about the millions of people that have been displaced, driven out of their communities because of the industrial technological system? What about all the indigenous primitive folks that have lost their lands? What about all the organic, true organic, not the new hipster organic, but the original organic farms that go back generations what about these folks in places like sicily or right here in frederick maryland who have all of these new uh, communities built on a hundred acre farmland where they jam 300 condos into them and they're just destroying the land and packing people in what about all the folks that now suffer from mental illness that have become alcoholics and drug addicts because of the industrial technological system why isn't anybody talking about this from the perspective that the folks in charge of this system are, in fact, serial killers, genocidal maniacs. They are the terrorists. They are the anti-human, anti-nature, anti-environment terrorists. All the people that pose as the saviors, just like the folks that pose as those helping children in CPS or helping bring refugees out of Ukraine into Poland. All these folks that actually turn out to be the child traffickers, hidden in plain sight under the banner of child rescue. What about these folks? Where are these stories? Why isn't this author saying, well, Kaczynski is evil for killing three people and possibly inspiring folks to kill others. But at the same time, the battle he has waged against the industrial technological system run by the bankers, run by the technocrats, run by the transhumanists has killed millions upon millions upon millions. He mentions Stalin in here. You know, we have these boogeymen throughout history, Adolf Hitler, Stalin, Mao, these guys, Pol Pot, that we're supposed to look at, right? But you can't look at the guys that are actually running the world today. 
You can't look at the elected officials, the congressmen right here in the United States that are puppets of the very system that is working to kill everyone, that have destroyed the food and the air and the water and the soil. You're not allowed to point the finger at Bill Gates and Peter Thiel and Elon Musk and others. They are just upstanding citizens in our society. They are just entrepreneurs. They are just businessmen who are doing great things for the United States to protect us from North Korea and Russia. See, this is the stuff that I find to be fascinating, folks, because, again, this is a philosophical discussion here to talk about whether or not, if you believe, again, the official narrative, is Kaczynski any worse or less worse or more worse than the folks that are actually running the technological prison planet system? Do you believe that the folks that go into these indigenous countries, these third world countries, and fight a war, and fight a war, to destroy it and then come in through the International Monetary Fund and offer money in order to take over that country, to hijack it, steal it, put a central bank in it, industrialize it, build all these machines, drive out the primitive folks, destroy the food, destroy the land, destroy the water. And this is not a case against the precious capitalism everyone talks about. As I said at the beginning of the show, this is not about capitalism, socialism, communism, progressivism, Marxism, fascism. Those are all smoke screens, folks. This is about technocracy. That's the missing piece I had before I started doing this show in my life. I was always looking at each of those individual ideologies, and I was missing the big picture, which is technocracy. That is what is running the world. And it's not just the West, it's now the East, it is now Africa, it is all of these places. We're just going in and finishing off, destroying each of these indigenous societies, destroying the local cultures, destroying the communities. And when I say we, it's because the United States is part of it. Our government is part of it. Uh, What we've created is part of it. Our scientists, our engineers, our soldiers, they're all part of it. And it's not just us. This is in cahoots with the 190 other countries with central banks. We're all part of it. That is the true axis of evil. And we just happen to live under and on this giant slave plantation, yet we don't realize it. Now, if Kaczynski is real, he obviously realized it. And he tried to do something about it. Did he go about it the wrong way, the right way? Who really knows? Uh, it, it, it's hard to say, and I'm not going to argue in favor of killing. Um, what, what I, I mean, I don't know the victims personally, but I will say innocent people. It's like, for instance, I want to make a point and get this podcast published on uh, Fox News. So I go out and I, I murder my neighbor because... Uh, he is a windmill installer down in Texas or something. And I mean, you know, at this point, again, 99% of us are guilty of helping build the technocracy, the technological prison planet all around us. We're all part of that system at this point. Uh, everyone is going to work every day helping build the system. Everyone that's installing smart technology around their house is helping build the system. I'm helping build the system right now, so I'm a hypocrite. As I sit here recording into my phone, and I'll be uploading this onto Spotify and pushing it out to other platforms. I'll be uploading it to pain.tv slash gold. All this is part of the system. 
I mean, we're fighting a war within the system because unfortunately you have to recognize the world as it is today, not the world you want it to be. And if you want it to be a different world, you've got to spread the word. This is why I believe it does not happen through violence. It will only happen with changing the culture, changing the ideology, moving people away from the idea that technology is the solution to curing all of their problems that were created by the very technology that they are now accepting as the solution to cure the problem. See, it's a cycle. It's a constant loop. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I I think that's going to be it because that was a lot to take in, folks. I know it was a lot to take in. So tomorrow when I come back for episode 147, I'm going to show you a little bit more on Henry Murray. We're going to get into just a little history on OSS. I figure it's a good teaching moment. We're going to talk a little bit about assessment of men. I'm going to show you the connections I found to CIA money going into Harvard at the time that they were running experiments on Ted Kaczynski. Because if anyone wants to blame uh, Ted Kaczynski on anyone, it should be blamed on the CIA and the government. You know, if they created this madman. But at the same time, I believe he was somewhat, probably a useful idiot, controlled opposition type that actually was designed to turn people away from the idea of revolting against the technological system. We'll never know. That's just my opinion. And by the end, you'll be able to form your own opinion. But I think you'll be a lot more intelligent. You'll have a lot more knowledge. And you'll have a lot more wisdom once we get through the rest of this story. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be back tomorrow. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion... at pain.tv slash gold.